normally, normally, Jim and I, Jim Wiesmeyer, pro farmer policy analyst, and I would start the week off on Monday mornings, 8.15 Central Time, with Signal to Noise, half-hour live conversation between Jim and I and the those that choose to participate in the conversation by chat. Uh, it live, live streams on the Farm Journal YouTube channel, Facebook pages for Farm Journal for uh, AgriTalk and for AgWeb. I believe that's right. Joel, fix me if I'm wrong on that. Um, and it's uh, it, it it's a it's a, an easy way to get ready for the week, Jim, without with letting you do the work is basically <laughs> the way I look at it. <laughs> Absolutely, Jeff. And I missed uh, Monday, but we all had a you know good time with our barbecues. I hope. That's right. That's right. So let's do it now. Let's do a signal okay. noise now. Yeah, and uh, make sure that everybody is up to speed. Don't forget, if you would like to participate in the conversation, the best way to do it right now is to get on the Twitter machine and hit me with a message. Just include hashtag AgriTalk in the message. That way I will be sure to see it. Um, I want to start with something that's happening today, Jim, and it intrigues me. And President Joe Biden is going to be meeting with Fed Chairman Jerome Powell to discuss inflation, I guess. Uh, What's going to be the focus? Well, it's inflation and the economy. You know, he wrote an op-ed in the uh, Wall Street Journal over the weekend, kind of justifying uh, the positive things that he and his administration has been doing relative to the economy. So this is the month of June, and it's all focused on the economy. And also at at, at this afternoon's hearing, it'll begin at one uh, fifteen Eastern time, Chip, will be Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. So that brings also in the uh, uh, economy. So we're going to see if they have a press availability after this afternoon, Chip. Yeah, yeah. Jim, when I was the editor at Pro Farmer, and I know you do it now with Pro Farmer editor Brian Grady, you, you are quick to remind the editor that sometimes it's okay to point out that, hey, we got this right. And here's why it's important to point out that we got this right. Um, The Biden administration maybe takes that a step too far sometimes, if you ask me. Well, especially right now, even though there are some positive things going on, you can't convince many Americans of that with the current situation relative to gasoline prices and the food prices you you just that that's a political no-no chip so so they're breaking a third rail there yeah the the eyes of an average consumer out there the pocketbook of the average consumer out there is not lying to them i mean what's happening is really happening and there are many times that it feels like the biden administration they may start off with a comment about we feel your pain, we or whatever it is, yeah. um, but it it, it uh, it's sometimes hard to listen to that message. That's well, whenever saying, you have a three to five point plan of what you're doing, that's usually says that you're in trouble, and he's yeah. in trouble. And that was a three point plan in the Wall Street Journal. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, it, well, okay. Three to five point plan. How about a thirty three? point plan that China's cabinet announced over the weekend covering the financial 
fiscal investment industrial policies in an effort to try to bring that economy back it is a wreck over there jim yeah and see this is going to lead to likely chip uh the uh, world recession because of the the so much importance of the U.S. and China, especially China. Now we're in a China-centric world. Yeah, certainly are. Certainly are. Okay. Uh, Congress is on recess this week, right? Isn't that a good? They're thing? on recess. Yeah, but boy, there's a lot of things going on, as you well know. The EPA by June third. Let's see if they reach the court uh, mandated date to announce the final 2022 and 2021 mandated RFS levels and the downwardly adjusted 2020. Now, the keys are the biodiesel and the advanced biofuel levels. Uh, We don't really know them yet. And whether corn-based ethanol is left at 15 billion gallons as they proposed for 2022. And as we've said on AgriTalk and Signal to Noise before, EPA Administrator uh, Michael Regan's uh, reputation, if you will, credibility is on the line here. And other issues is small refinery exemptions are any granted at all? And will there be indication of future uh, SREs waivers? And uh, hopefully, will they mention the current high gasoline prices and that robust ethanol usage uh, should help bring the, you know, down the prices? Right, right. You know, Administrator Regan has spoken so highly of biofuels and the role that they can play in achieving, in taking a step forward in in reaching the administration's climate change bills, uh, goals, okay? If this Friday features disappointment for the biofuel industry i think this is going to be the first time that we've seen the administration really throw an administrator under the bus yes absolutely and and i hope that doesn't happen chip because i do too it would say again that certain cabinet people are not making the decisions and if that's the case who is right right if if this isn't a robust uh, RVO, uh, Renewable Volume Obligation for 2022, then somebody else is making the call based on Administrator Regan's past comments. Yes. Um, yeah. So, boy, it's we're going to learn a lot on Friday, aren't we? We will, and we'll talk about it Friday, too. Yeah. And also Wednesday, you know, Tom Vilsack, USDA secretary, usually goes to Georgetown University in D.C. uh, to talk about uh, food industry. And he's going there uh, Wednesday to announce how they're going to utilize that four billion dollar commitment they made last year, by the way, to transform the nation's food system. Now, what do they have in mind? Uh, they had e- uh, earlier signaled to, to, to strengthen the supply chain and address structural challenges revealed by the pandemic. And that gets you into the meat processing area and other aspects, Jeff. And we could hear about fertilizer prices as well this week from him. OK. All right. Yeah, that's something that's going to get everybody's attention if they talk about some way to bring these fertilizer prices uh, down. Um, Jim, let's talk about the emergency relief program, because I said something in the conversation with Senator Ernst that I hope was right. um, When I said this one wasn't just an announcement, it looks like there is actually 
activity happening post announcement with with the applications the 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 applications that are filled out in advance making their way out there to farmers that's happening isn't it absolutely and now okay. not all that means not all farmers have received it yet but they're greasing the skids here because they know uh, how much that program means for cash flow. I mean, $6 billion is a chunk of change. It'll eventually be close to $10 billion, uh, you, know, you know, really $9 billion, I think, for the crops. Uh, and, and that is a lifeline for a number of producers, which brings up the other point, Chip. Today's crop progress report will be calculate. You'll have a lot of traders and analysts calculating potential prevent plant in some of the areas, uh, what, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, et cetera. Yeah. And that brings in a policy, a big policy move that's still under discussion that I th- honestly think will happen. Uh, lawmakers, uh, Klobuchar, Minnesota, Holvin, North Dakota, Kramer, North yeah. Dakota, have asked, uh, you know, Secretary Vilsack to use his available authority to tap CCC funding uh, to provide the support to producers facing uh, the, those prevent plant uh, risk. Right. So what they want is, you, you know, as you know, currently producers planning after the final planning date, they face a 1% reduction in their crop insurance coverage level per day. Now to mitigate that and to get a focus for renewed planting, they want CCC, you know, a, a commodity credit corporation to make up the difference. I eventually think that will happen. Now that's me only, but I, I think the movement is there to okay. do that. Okay, well, then talk to a producer in central Illinois that has complained about the flexibility in crop insurance programs for the guys in the Northern Plains. Why why should that flexibility be in there? Well, because you have a number of lawmakers from key states like Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota, not only on the Appropriations Committee, but have uh, uh, access to the uh, Ag Secretary. It's called clout, Chip. But I understand what you're coming from as far as uh, uh, dates that they can plant a second crop. I think that they're reviewing that because uh, Vilsack said uh, they're going to try to loosen up Uh, to use your term, uh, to increase the flexibility for for producers, because I'll tell you, this White House is more than concerned about 2023 crop potential. Yeah, and they are concerned about the global food shortage that um, that, that is being predicted and is actually happening and is happening in some vulnerable areas. Since Putin is using food terrorism, he says yeah. he'll open up the, that area if we lift the sanctions or some of the sanctions. That's just not going to happen. Right. I'm kind of in. Yeah, I want to talk more about that when we come back. We've got Jim Wiesmeyer, pro farmer policy analyst. He's going to stick around with us through the break and we'll wrap up. I guess I'm going to call it signal to noise. We have got a, a improvised signal to noise going. That uh, is the podcast that Jim Wiesmeyer, pro former policy analyst, Jim Wiesmeyer and I do every Monday morning at 8.15. But we didn't do it yesterday morning, so we moved it to the show here on Tuesday to get things started. Uh, Jim, we had the the emergency relief program payment 
announced last week. You said that it's it's out there and happening. We're starting to see the applications flow. Yes. Question from a listener. Is there anything happening for hog producers that saw huge expenses in the early days of the shutdown? Uh, what they, what, what's out there for hogs is, it's it, you know, that's it. We have asked uh, Secretary Vilsack of that. If you recall, they modified their approach to the, uh, to the hog producers and the pandemic. And I know yeah. the hog producers don't like to hear that, but that's what we're being told. Yeah. Yeah. Those the, are those uh, supplemental. Remember the supplemental payments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the supplemental payments, but it fell well short of what was originally Absolutely. tossed around. Yeah, uh, and what we thought it was going to be. And the what I don't understand, Jim, is how that money was pulled back when money was flowing freely from D.C. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to get NP uh, National Pork Producers Council on the record on that one because uh, that was a sensitive issue, not only with some of their member, many of their members, but yeah. uh, other people in town. So I, I think we need to do a postmortem on that. So, you know, All look right. for that one. Crude oil prices have pulled back from the highs of the day, still more than $2 higher. You got the July contract above the March 7 highs, which was the, uh, uh, the invasion reaction. What else is going to happen on on fuel prices this week, Jim? Well, OPEC Plus is having a meeting uh, via the internet on Thursday, Chip, and they're they're really being more than encouraged to boost production because, let's face it, now with the prices uh, rising that we've seen at the gas pump, uh, odds are, are well over fifty percent you're going to uh, go to that six dollar level for uh, you know gasoline. In the U.S., not just California. Yeah, and I'm starting a driving vacation on uh, Thursday night this week, Jim. That doesn't encourage yeah. me at all. I know, um, but that's what uh, a growing number of analysts are saying. And so, and that's why you have to watch that world price, Chip, because 60% yeah. of the gasoline prices in the U.S. is really based off that Brent crude oil. That's right. why we cover it pro farmer Brent crude. Right, gotcha. Here's a sensitive one for you, but there is so much conversation about it right now. I've got to bring it up to you. What are the odds that there is going to be a successful push on some kind of gun legislation going forward? It'll be successful. How about that one? But it won't be as expansive as at least the eight point plan that the House looks like they'll pass. But the the, the key is the Senate. And uh, Schumer, as majority leader, Democrat from New York, is saying is having talks with a select number of Republicans. They all, they'll need 60 votes. But uh, I think the time is uh, here, Chip, for some some version of uh, legislation to deal with the horrible incidents that we saw uh, in Texas and Buffalo earlier. Could could what happened in Canada over the weekend be a uh a preview of what a, might be proposed here a barometer you know uh, interesting canada has a habit of really advancing those those issues ahead of the u.s i've tracked them on a couple of uh, other areas you know uh but that's indeed what the, they proposed a new law that would freeze purchases and sales of uh, handguns i don't think handguns. that will go that far but yeah they would also limit magazine you know capacities and ban toys that look like guns but uh yeah. congress the, the 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 senate republicans have got the um, uh, you know more than a signal they have to do something Okay. 
Uh, And I think it'll be mainly in the mental health area, Jeff. That's that's one of the key ingredients here. Good. Let's uh, let's address the problem head on. If it's if we are going to address the problem uh, that exists out there, let's address it head on. And it's it starts with mental health. Uh, That's where it's got to begin. Uh, Manchin is going to talk with Schumer on the economy and an energy bill. Yes, and he has been talking. They've had several meetings. And so uh, ProFarmer is different than most uh, other consultants in forecasting that we believe the odds, at least right now, are over 50% that you're going to have an economic and energy bill. Uh, no, it won't be the Build Back Better. It'll be much scaled down, and but it'll be a combination of uh, – Uh, Some taxes, but not near the draconian that they were proposing before. It'll pay down some of the debt, but it'll also include many features of that green energy deal. And so watch that because that's very important for carbon mitigation programs and the sustainable aviation fuel chip. So, but I'll, I'll bow out of this and say it won't happen unless they can get this passed before the long August congressional recess. So there's your timeline. The clock is ticking on this one. Okay. I asked Senator Ernst if we can trust Vladimir Putin's promise to provide a pathway for Ukrainian grain out of the country. She said that she wouldn't trust him as far as she can throw him. Uh, Is it going to happen? Well, not with uh, Putin. You know, know, not with his... uh, 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 mandate that the uh, you, know, you know sanctions are lifted uh, at, le- at least some of them. But you know, the Wall Street Journal had an editorial where they said uh, Biden's ambivalence in aiding Ukraine encourages Putin to believe he can still achieve a strategic victory. So they're wanting to see more economic and other pressures on the release of that at least 20 million tons of grain in storage. So the pressure is really mounting now, Chip. I think we'll know within the next two weeks. There is no way that we are going to start lifting sanctions on Russia at this time to move grain. Is there? I never say never anymore in Washington, (laughs) but a very low odds, single digit odds. But I've been surprised before with the, you know, both political groups in this town. You would hope that that's not the case. Gotcha, Jim. That was a good way to get a signal to noise out there. Thank you so much, buddy. Sure. Anytime. All right. Pro Farmer Policy Analyst Jim Wiesmeyer delivering a signal to noise on today's AgriTalk.